Hi everyone, welcome back to Oceans Unlocked, episode number four. four. That means we've been doing this for a whole month. A whole month of podcasting. Yes, so today's episode is going to be about Predators of the Ocean, which was voted for by you guys on the Instagram. Yeah. And obviously, if you weren't part of that vote, then you can join or join in mm. on the voting. Head to the Instagram, Oceans Unlocked. It's becoming Give a regular a thing. And yeah, it's becoming a regular thing where we get our audience to vote for what our next podcast will be on. And yeah. this week, it was between Saving Our Seas and Predators of the Ocean. And obviously, everyone wants to know about the wants predators. To know about yeah. the predators. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, well, obviously we will be doing an episode on saving the oceans because we can't be ignoring that for too long. Yes, because but that is a very important topic. Obviously, predators are more more fun. More exciting. More exciting. <laughs> I'm going to start you off with why predators are important because they are very important very. to many different ecosystems. So current global declines in marine predators could lead to negative effects for many marine ecosystems, um, especially in coastal plant communities such as kelp and seagrass. Several studies have documented the far-reaching effects of changing predator populations. Across coastal ecosystems, the loss of marine predators has shown to negatively affect coastal plant communities and their ecosystem services so this is because obviously with less predators you're going to have more herbivores and more herbivores you're going to have less plants yeah and in simple terms yeah yeah so ecosystems obviously heavily rely rely thank you on um their plant communities as these are the primary producers for the ecosystems yeah and they make the world go by they do they let us breathe they support <laughs> pretty much every community on on the planet really yeah primary producers um there's an example we've learned through some of our lectures is californian um sea otters now they were hunted pretty severely for their fur mm. and their population declined dramatically as you can imagine now one of the sea otters favorite food is sea urchins now, because there was less sea otters, the sea urchin populations rose. Now, these guys like to feed on the kelp. So if you think back to our first podcast, when we, when we talked about, if you have seen it, when, you, when we talked about how important kelp forests were, with more of these sea urchins, they're going to be eating all of these, well, not all of these, more of this kelp. Therefore, the habitats are going to be lost for other fish and other nursery and nursery properties that it has. So all the fisheries in the local area declined just due to the hunting of these sea otters. Mm. Now you'd think, in general, if you hunt the predators, you'll have more, more of the prey items around. But you really need these predators to kind of keep the prey items in in a in a sustainable population, really. Yeah. So with less predators, you're going to have less overall population of these prey items. Um, and for the fisheries in the local area, pretty much. Yeah, so this is why predators are very important. Yes. Um, and for the rest of the podcast, we're just going to run you through some of the top predators of yeah. the ocean. But we aren't going to mention sharks, and I know, sad mm. times. But we do have a whole episode just on sharks yeah. that's already up, if you want to go and listen to that. 
Yes, right. We've got all the boring stuff out of the way, haven't we? Yes. Let's just get on to the teeth and yeah. the, the power of these <laughs> apex predators. Oh, God. You okay. start, you start. We're going to start you off with orcas. Ooh. Or killer whales. Also known as killer whales. However, they aren't actually a species of whale. They're a species of dolphin, which is where everyone gets mixed up, I think, because they are as large as whales. Yeah. Um, so some of them have known have been known to grow to 9.7 meters, which is just huge. Huge. Um, but anyway, their diet can range from small fish all the way to some species of whale. So I don't know if anyone's seen, but there was a documentary that I watched where a pack of orcas or is it a, a pod of orcas a pod because it's pod, dolphins sorry a pod of orcas were chasing this mum and daughter whales um, I think they were grey whales and they chased them to the point of exhaustion because they the orca really like to play with their prey their food yeah they are freaky animals <laughs> and, and I've seen um, them flinging their food out yeah. of the water just with their tails yeah. just firing in the sky it's insane and yeah so they they chased these whales to the point of exhaustion and the mother basically had to give up and give her child to the orca mm. because she didn't have any choice she would get eaten as well yeah. if she stayed and had so yeah the child got eaten which was really yeah. upsetting and you think that they kind of just bite it and kind of tear it apart but they actually drown yeah. these baby whales by just keep just keeping them below the surface yeah so it's pretty it's a bit messed pretty up sadistic. yeah <laughs> um but anyway to lighten it a bit i'll give you a bit of a more interesting fact about orcas that isn't so deadly um but they don't actually have a sense of smell they don't have what you call an ol- olfactory system okay which is where you get the sense of smell yeah. from and this may seem like a handicap, um, but it makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Because unlike sharks, which use their smell to track down the prey, mm. um, they ac- the orcas actually use their really good hearing for practicing echolocation. Ah. So without the sense of smell, their their um, sense of hearing is heightened. heightened. Yeah. So, yeah, that's So, like dolphins, they have the, the clicks and the, the whistles, don't they? Yeah, exactly. So, they don't need the sense of smell because their echolocation system is yeah. just the Top one. Top tier. Top tier. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I have one more fact about orcas. Give me it. They actually scare great white sharks. Orc- orcas. orcas scare great white sharks. Yeah, and you would think they don't because great white sharks are one of the most scary yeah. looking fish about but yeah, they have the reputation don't they of being yeah you know scary scary <laughs> <laughs> but when orcas and great white sharks confront one another it is the great white sharks that flee yeah so research conducted at the monterey bay aquarium in california followed a group of white sharks for several months um, and these sharks always fled when they were in the same place, but when two pods of orcas arrived, the sharks fled and didn't return for two months. Two months. So, yeah. So when the orcas arrived, the sharks were like, 
I'm out I'm of out. here. Yeah. <laughs> because a whole two whole pods of orca would definitely scare away like a anything. couple of great white sharks. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm not hanging around if two pods of great white sharks, great white sharks, two pods of orcas are yeah. coming towards me. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to my? my yeah. Uh, what's your? This is like a little top trumps thing we've almost got going on. <laughs> yeah. You give me yours. I'll, I'll say. I'll say mine. Okay. Well, mine's slightly less scary, but still top tier. I'm going to talk about sailfish. Ooh. I personally love these guys. Um, they're the, one of the fastest fish in the ocean, if not the fastest fish in the ocean. They used to be thought to have travelled around 78 miles an hour, but recent recent papers have studied have seen that they only go around, you know, 20, 25 to 30, which is still pretty quick considering yeah. that. Well, for, for humans, Michael Phelps he can swim around. Let me see. I, I wrote it down. I think he can swim around five five miles an hour. Mm five to six miles an hour and he can get up to eight if he has one of those little mermaid tailed monofins <laughs> yeah um which still is not is nothing compared to going to these guys yeah now if you haven't seen one of these before they've got a huge sail on their back like like a marlin but just all the way along their back and maybe a couple feet couple feet high mm-hmm. and obviously they've got the bill that they use for the for catching prey and all that sort of stuff now the sail can be used for many reasons either to help corral prey into like a bait a bait ball so they can span this thing up scares them all into a little ball so then it's easy pickings for the rest of them they kind of work in a team really mm. um, it's also been used to um, to slow down sideways oscillations of the head Ooh. now you're thinking what 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 is that mm-hmm. um, basically it means they can put their bill into a bait ball without it being detected as easily by the little fish so it can go in there and then they can just thrash the head around uh. to, to try and you know either stun or we could even kill fish straight up with their bill right now these are a particularly um like sought after species in in the term of game fishing and that sort of stuff so they are heavily kind of fished for mm. Um, which isn't good. Obviously, I don't want to bring the mood down. We always talk about how stuff's struggling in the ocean. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Those are one of my favourite predators, I think. They can, uh. they can reach... They're not, they're not huge. I mean, the, the orca kind yeah. of is massive compared. They only reach around 90 kg, 200 pounds. Um, maybe up to 10 foot in length, which so is only what, like 3 so metres. So what you're saying is my orca t- is... A top trump to your oh. to your sailfish. Well, you started off with orca. I mean, what can <laughs> I really what can I really go after? But yeah, fine. Your orca <laughs> your orca trumps my sailfish. Woo! Okay, I win. I think we have to we have to start a new round. Okay. What's your next one? Well, my next one is pretty good. I'm not gonna uh, lie. I don't think it's gonna beat mine. Well, mine is a leopard seal. Ooh. These are pretty freaky as well. Um, I wouldn't want to be in the water with them. And I'll tell you why. They can reach, well, they average at three meters long. Okay. Um, and they can be 350 kg. That is... Kilograms. Kilograms. <laughs> yeah. That is huge. Almost half a ton, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can reach up to 25 miles an hour whilst they're swimming. 
which is very quick. Yeah, that's almost as fast as my sailfish. I think oh, mine's mine's a bit quicker. No. I think they, I, I think they go up to thirty. You know. Okay, now you're just making it up just to try and win. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, anyway, leopard seals—they don't play well with others. They're very solitary animals. Um, they hunt alone, and they're never seen with more than one or two other seals um, because they're very territorial. Territorial, yeah. yes. And they're only ever seen together during like mate- mating seasons and okay. stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> I have a reason why these will top whatever you're going to say next. No, no. Um, basically, they have been known to kill humans. Have they? Yes. And this is why I think they are more of a predator. Because any threat to a human, I think, is mm-hmm. quite a big deal. So... I will give you the story. In 2003, a marine biologist working with the British Antarctic Survey drowned after being dragged nearly 60 metres underwater by a leopard seal. God, that's horrible. Yeah. It is unclear whether the leopard seal intended to kill the biologist, but it is a sobering reminder that these animals need to be treated with caution because they are top top predators yeah big deal is that are you are you done is that yes yeah i think i am because i am about to trump okay. your little seals <laughs> they're with, big seals with my five meter long oh here we go one ton saltwater <laughs> crocodile oh now you were saying what was it three meters three yeah. meters long i didn't even have that in brackets 4.3 to five meters long the adults of this Right. So it's, we're already larger than your okay. seals. You said 350 kilos, <laughs> one ton. Yes. Okay, that is yes. heavier. Um, and these guys, these guys are pretty quick as well. 18 kilometers an hour. Now mm. I don't, I don't know what that is in miles an hour. Not sure. Not sure. I mean, it's quick. Like yeah. it's quick enough. They can live from 40 to 70 years old. Mm. That's pretty old for a crocodile, for anything. Well, considering they are millions of years old. Yeah. As a species, they've, they've seen a lot. Um, and these, you know, I was going to go about the diet and everything, but we all know what they eat. They eat anything <laughs> from buffaloes that are huge, maybe even just, just small fish. When they're younger, they, they hunt insects, amphibians, crustaceans, anything, anything really. They even eat capybaras. Poor little capybaras. I know. How could you? Well, they're hungry and they're <laughs> fierce, and that's why mine are beating yours. I've also just yeah. done a quick check. Have you? And it's 11 miles per hour, 18 kilometers per hour. So they are slower than my well, leopard seal. If they get a hold of your leopard seal, <laughs> it's absolutely lights off for the leopard seal. <laughs> now, one thing that they don't have going for them is although they have very strong bite force probably more than a leopard seal Mm. they are really really weak in opening their jaw so you can hold their jaw together just with your hands obviously i'm not advising to go up to any crocodiles (laughs) and just holding their jaws because they'll probably obviously wriggle out and eat you alive but they are the largest reptile in the world they are so much bigger than your (laughs) leopard seal 
So I think that's a, okay. a, a one one. I think we're going to have to, yeah, call it a draw one a draw, one. fine. But um, I do have an honourable mention that I would like to mention. Okay. Well, did yes. you, you did, did you have another species? Did you have it? No, that was those were my two main species. Okay, this is a this is an odd one. Okay. Because we've talked we've talked about killer whales, saltwater crocodiles, and now I'm going to talk about a starfish. <laughs> now, a starfish. Before you click off and go, what is this scam I've just clicked on? <laughs> the sunflower sea star is an absolute giant. Right. In the benthic world, which is the seafloor. Right. It's got 19 arms. Oh my god. Like, you imagine a starfish's got just five. It's, yeah. You're like, oh, it's it's small. This has got 19. Oh my god. It's three foot wide. <laughs> now, I know in the last episode we, we used the analogy of a dog. Oh <laughs> yeah. It's literally like another dog just, just come swooping into your room. <laughs> It's it's not as quick, you know. We were saying that the thirty miles an hour of the sailfish, this moves sixty meters an hour, and you're thinking that is very slow. Yeah. It is quite slow, but if you think about everything that lives on the bottom, so sea slugs, little limpets, and that sort of stuff, it's r- really fast mm. compared to all of those. Yeah. It's got so if you imagine a starfish, it's got those little those little tube feet on the bottom. It's got fifteen thousand of those. Oh my god. And the, the scientific name for that is, is podia. It's got 15,000 podia. Okay. And now they've got many different hunting techniques. So obviously they've got their little little pot sucky podia tube feet that latch onto stuff and they can actually um, protrude the stomach contents out onto their prey items and digest it outside of their body and then Whoa. suck all their, their stomach juices back in along with the prey wow. to eat it. Um, but yeah, that is just an honourable mention because they are really fierce in the benthic habitats. Yeah. Although they're not a top apex predator Very like unexpected. a killer whale or a or a, a salt crocodile. Yeah. Wow. So I, I didn't know that. That them. was very interesting. Thank yeah. you. Um, I think. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to just call it a draw. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna make this into a bit of a, a bit of a series because. We can't cover all of the ocean predators in one episode. Yeah. There's so many more that we can mention. Maybe like octopus, maybe cuttlefish, all that sort of stuff. All that, or some bigger fish like tuna or stuff yeah. like that. So we, we'll, we'll cover this in many, many different episodes, which will come in the near future. Yes. Maybe not next week. We might mix it up next week, yeah. but we will definitely make this a series. Definitely. Um, so yeah, I think... We're going to try wrap it up now. Thanks for listening. Yeah. As per usual, if you want to check out the Instagram, Ocean's Unlocked, you can follow us on Spotify, yeah. Anchor, Instagram. Those are the main three. Well, if you want to leave a comment and decide the winner of this this episode, oh, yeah. if you prefer orcas or a saltwater crocodile, you've got to pick the saltwater crocodile. No. Then leave it <laughs> on. You can just drop us a message even. Yeah. We'll, we'll reply to everything. Um, and yeah thanks for listening thanks for listening see See you you next week. week